Welcome, I'm your host, Ramonda Jan, the founder of Women Thrive Media, visibility expert and inspirational speaker. I founded this global community for women, so every woman who is starting or running a business can feel like she has found a place to belong. So every woman is empowered to use her voice and share her message with the world. Welcome to this episode of Women Thrive Podcast. I'm so excited to have you back and here with another special guest with Leslie Salio. Great to have you here, Leslie. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here, Raimonda. Well, you're in for a treat because today we're talking about mastering feminine energy um, to fast track your results to success. And I'm really excited about our guest today, who we're having a conversation with. So today we have our guest, Leslie Kila Salio, who is a TEDx speaker and trauma-informed master coach. With expertise spanning nearly two decades, from Hollywood with executive to startup co-founder to living overseas, Leslie understands well what it takes to thrive in a successful and challenging global environment. She's a TEDx speaker, certified trauma and poor master coach and a founder of Feminine Power and Purpose Immersion, transforming the lives of women to stop playing small so they can make bigger impact and income. So welcome to today's podcast, Leslie. Good to have you here. Mm, so excited to be here. I'm excited about to talk about this topic. And as you know, in a lot of episodes, we do talk about women empowerment through Women Thrive. I feel like today's conversation will be just a little bit different. So, Leslie, I'd love for you to take us some sort of behind the scenes and tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you come to do what you do today. Yeah, sure. Well, I'm coming to you from Barcelona, Spain, uh, via London. I'm originally from Los Angeles, California, and I've been blessed to have this incredible international and purposeful life as a wife and mom to two teenagers, if you can believe that, while helping women to shift from overwhelm to living in the overflow so that they can be on purpose and in pleasure. But it was not always like this. Growing up as a young girl, as a brown Asian American girl in the US, I struggled with self-worth and confidence. I got teased and bullied um, by my peers. And, you know, it was one of the, it was when I was young, I realized that, you know, I yearn for this sense of belonging deeply, seeking this external validation. And this is essentially what drove me to work really hard. I spent the majority of my life looking outside myself for answers. And I spent most of my years pushing through the pain in my masculine instead of letting life support me. And in LA, California, I graduated from a prestigious business school. I worked for the biggest entertainment studio in the world, and I was successful in my own right, but still I felt like I played small. I still lacked the confidence and unaware of my self-worth, didn't really put my hand up. I did all the things I was told would fulfill me, but still I felt something was missing. And then in London, when I became a mother, I thought for sure this was the missing piece, right? I thought, you know, that's it. I, life is complete. I'm fulfilled. I'm whole. But I continued to be hard on myself. I had feelings of shame. I had feelings of guilt because my en entire identity up until that point was completely revolved around my work. I defined myself around my job, my title. And it wasn't until my childhood best friend, Bo, 
passed away from cancer at the tender age of 33 years old, leaving behind her husband and her eight-year-old son. And that changed everything for me. I remember flying to London to Los Angeles on a completely full Virgin Atlantic flight. We were still on the tarmac. I was flying by myself and I remember the tears just streaming down my face. And I thought, wait, maybe I can have a glass of wine. Maybe I can watch a movie. Maybe I can put on some sunglasses and try to block out my emotions and, and stay strong like I normally would in front of my husband and my kids and all the things with all the people. But I realized in that moment that nothing could take away the pain that I was feeling. Nothing could take it away. And as horrible as this moment was, this is essentially was my personal epiphany. And that made me question how I was living what was I placing my energy on? How I was raising my children? And so I remember when I flew back from LA to London, I just, I just realized that, you know, there was no more going at life alone, no more being a lone wolf. And I had to really start to make the changes to really start to live a life that I wouldn't be able to regret because at the end of the day, we don't know how much time we have. And so I hired a mentor, I realized I couldn't do this alone. I took control of my life, got accountability, learned the tools and practices to stay in a place of calm and clarity and discovered the steps to really get clear on my purpose, bust through those limiting beliefs of self-worth and become more confident and live a more conscious, meaningful and happy life. And that's essentially what I would love for any woman that I come in contact, whether it's my personal life or my professional life is, you know, irrespective of my own experience, I know that you may not have the exact experience, but if you feel into your heart, if you feel into your purpose and your work and just know that in your own situation that you can have more meaning, that you can have more connection and more satisfaction, and it is never too late and it's never too early to have whatever it is that your heart truly desires. Yeah. Oh my God. This story brought me to tears right now. And as you were sharing the story of you sitting on this plane and trying to hide our pain, trying to hide our tears, I feel like, and I've spoken to so many women lately who have said, I had to be strong and the reason I built up this barrier and this wall to show that I'm strong and I can handle it all. And is that moment for me, is that moment that we don't have to do it all on, on our own. And it sounds like your childhood experience of not fitting in and being different and being bullied, that has toughened you up to the point where had to build up that wall and just create this persona yeah absolutely absolutely built up a persona and it served me to some point obviously right it served me to some point and then of course as human beings um, we experience life through polarity we can't experience one without the other love versus peer um, fear joy versus pain and so it's through those ups and downs and it's through those challenging moments as horrible as, as it was leave having uh, lost a loved one that we do start to question our life and our purpose. And I'm sure that's most of us, especially at least the past two, two and a half years um, that a lot of us or most of us lost our way of, of life or being in this world. And so you start to question. And I think it's 
through those those moments they say you know it's it's the breakdown to get to the breakthrough or the chaos to get to the clarity it's it's through those moments that seem the most challenging and bring us sometimes down to our knees that are actually there to meant to to change us so that we can experience a life of more happiness and freedom yeah a pivotal truly sounds like it was a a pivotal moment in your life's direction and I see women especially who have spoken to who works in corporate worked in corporate and they had to build up this persona and create all these credentials certifications create their identity around their personal success but then what are you left with when everything crumbles and your existence is almost existence almost questioned right what you built up how did you manage to find this transformation and really tap into this more feminine more um sensitive side of you that we're able to open up and really tap into the beautiful energy hmm. do the work <laughs> do the work. It's not like taking a pill and <laughs> you wake up one day and it's all gone. It's really doing the inner and the outer work. And first and foremost, asking for support and allowing ourselves as women, most especially to receive that. I think a lot of us are trying to do all the things and trying to be strong. And part of our, the, our feminine power and part of our that that feminine energy is receiving receiving and allowing yourselves to to be vulnerable and to engage in your emotions but so many of us we've we've been in balance for for so long and it's not that we you know we actually need both we need both the go and flow energy we need both masculine and feminine like mother earth but it's just that it's been so imbalanced and for me for me personally it was um having the support and seeking professional help. So that was healers, mentors, and coaches, somebody that had has been through it, that someone that's on the other side that can really hold my hand and demystify all the ways that I can possibly do something and help me to, to not only change, um, but also most importantly, to heal. And a big part of the healing is through the feeling. So for me and all of my clients that I work with, I haven't met anyone that hasn't felt like, you know, they were able to have a completely healthy childhood where they're able to feel all their breath of emotions and reflect back a healthy, you know, parent that was completely emotionally available. I mean, most of us not. <laughs> so this is really about um, allowing that space or uh, allowing that, that, um, that container so that we can healthily feel those emotions that we weren't able to when we were children, whether that's um, being sad, being angry, um, all, all of it, all of it. Um, because at the end of the day, a lot of us, um, if we haven't addressed where we've been wounded as a child, we're basically little kids running around in adult suits. We're making all these decisions based on our unconscious mind, which is really 95% of what's running the show. Yes, logically, we know that this is what we should be doing. We're an adult. We need to be making money and doing all the things. We know that logically. We know that consciously at 5%, like if you think about an iceberg, but underneath the water, most of the iceberg, most of the surface area, that's 95%. Our childhood, those suppressed emotions and feelings is really what's running the show in our life. 
So if we can just do the work and just lower that water line just a little bit and a little bit, increase our consciousness, increase our awareness so that when we do something comes up in our life, we realize, okay, why am I feeling this way? Maybe I don't react right away. Maybe I take a break, take a walk, take a few breaths. Maybe I need to set a healthy boundary. It's like there's all these opportunities in our life that are an invitation actually to, to grow and expand even deeper and experience life more deeply. So I do think it becomes a pattern in our lives, pattern of what we do or um, decisions we make or our behaviors. And then we can quite easy, easily mistaken it. Well, this is just how I am. But really, as you say, perhaps it's those wounded parts of ourselves or parts we have not worked on that, that lives underneath in on this in this iceberg that we haven't even taken a moment to uncover for someone to start to uncover themselves on a deeper conscious level what are the first steps mm -hmm. yeah so some of those first steps is having a safe space to feel them so really the healing is in the safety like we can listen to all the podcasts, read all the books, but to actually have that space to be seen, to be heard, to be met and to be held. Wow. That is where the safety is. That is where the feeling and the healing occurs. And that's where the transformation is, which is why I'm so very passionate about doing this work with women as a group. Yes, I work with women privately. Yes, you know, you can go deeper, faster and the healing and the transformation is to be seen and to be met with other women and know that you are not alone. You are not alone in your struggles, in your pain and how you feel and what you want and that you are absolutely worthy of whatever it is that you desire. And what happens when women come together is that, you know, I love for them to also celebrate. I always start my events and calls with, what are you bragging about today? What are we celebrating? Because what you see in one sister is absolutely a direct refle reflection of what is possible and more so in you and with you. So I believe that's a lot of a big part of the work as well is, is, is being with other women, being in community. There's this, um, about perception I guess which is perhaps is shifting very quickly that women are not very supportive of each other and I know it's not true because I've been creating this beautiful community of women but I guess not every community is equal how can we foster more safe spaces for women to to flourish in the group environment and do you think it's a myth that women are not supportive of each other and why why so well yes first and foremost thank you for the work that you're doing Raymonda absolutely what you're doing your work getting women together and being empowered and supporting and collaborating with each other that's what needs to happen that's exactly what needs to happen is to have those safe spaces and it's not a myth. It's not a myth at all. So the work that I've done with myself for nearly a decade, or maybe a little bit more, I stopped counting. <laughs> and with my clients is that the reason why we spend so much time in our masculine is that we actually feel safe there. We do not feel safe stopping. We don't feel safe taking a break, being in flow and being collaborating potentially with other women and celebrating because it doesn't feel safe because we've been wounded. 
We've been wounded by the feminine, that first relationship, number one, being our mother. And then who do you know as a woman that hasn't been hurt as a little girl from another little girl? I mean, probably not at any, you know, conscious decision by them, but it's just, that's what happens as we're humans. That's, that's, we, that's how we experience life. It's part of the human experience. And so it's not a myth at all. It's that because most of us, we don't feel safe with the feminine. We've been hurt by the feminine. And of course it would make sense. It would make sense. There is a little girl in each and every one of us. There's a little Leslie, there's a little Raymonda. Something happens to us, we get triggered and there's a little girl on that saying, wait a minute, what about me? Stop, I don't feel safe. No one's, no one's listening to me. No one's giving me a hug. No one's gonna tell me it's okay. And that is what's happening inside of us. We have those parts of us, every single one of us. And that's the person that's actually acting out. Um, and it's, it's controlling, <laughs> it's controlling most of, most of the show. So until we actually do the inner work, until we actually give space and allow the dignity of our process, and we do not minimize those younger parts of us, those wounded parts, then and only then can we really step into our feminine power. Then we can actually change. A lot of some of the coaching out there is like mindset, like let's do this, let's do that. But like the mind may forget, but the body remembers. And that's why my work is trauma-informed because there is the saying that there's issue in our tissues. We think like, oh, I've, I've like, you know, owned my way out of that. <laughs> I've meditated but there's like, there's anger, there's sadness. And it's not just from our lifetime. I believe it's from lineages from the women in our life that's encoded in our DNA. If you believe in past lives, it's there as well. Like there's so much that we're holding on to that we don't even know. We can't even begin to imagine. And sometimes we don't need to know. It's just having the space again to, to be seen, to be held, to be met, heard, um, and to feel safe. And it's through that that the body can start to experience the safety, to be seen, to be with other women. It's okay to celebrate and collaborate. And then we can start to form those new neural pathways where it's like, okay, I'm, I know what it feels like. It feels safe. It feels good. And I'm going to choose differently next time because I want more of this. And so we're literally trying to have that somatic experience to take over when we choose with our mind. If that makes sense. <laughs> It's true. I think that safety is so important. Having been creating this spaces for women to collaborate, I do find women who have gone trauma or haven't really stepped into their feminine, because I have been in places where I've been in networking events with mixed groups, males and females, and I find a level of um, competitiveness and a little bit of catiness in a way when there are men present. So as if we've been trained to really compete when there is a masculine energy in the room. But I remember making that shift from mixed group events to just female-based events. And the energy was completely different. I'm not saying there weren't people in the group who would be or wouldn't be um, competitive and a little bit wanting to get ahead of somebody else. But the energy completely shifted. What has been your experience and like the different dynamics and why do we do that? Mm. Absolutely different. I mean, I my focus is primarily on women right now. And that that happened about two years ago, like during lockdown. But before that, all my events, my retreats and working with clients privately was both 
women and men. And actually the year before lockdown, before I shifted to primarily focus with, with women, most of my clients were actually men. <laughs> but then something happened in lockdown, something shifted in me where I felt like this, this rise was happening. My daughter was turning into a teenager. I was re reflecting, getting reflected back my triggers and what that meant to be a young girl these days and wanting to inspire her as, as you know, the next young generation of, of women leaders. And I just felt this calling and tap on the shoulder, like you need to support women to, to, cause I myself had signed up for uh, this business mastermind this year long with just women. And that was my first time being in a group with just women. All my other containers were, were both men and women. And so I think for me, that was me experiencing that, that shifted for me, like, oh my gosh, yes, it does feel so much different. And how, how amazing would that be if I could bring that just a little bit of that in my work and I think that's why it's it's so important to have the experience. I think once you have an experience where you feel safe and you feel really held, you know, you know that any other space you go into, like you want to feel like that. <laughs> There's no going back to, to all the others. <laughs> so absolutely. Um, yeah, I would agree with you. There's, there's just a different energy and it's, it's not to, it's not to say that, you know, the other one's not great as well. Cause again, we need both, both energies, the masculine go and the feminine flow energy. But what this is about is that we've been so imbalanced for so long, thousands of years. We're talking like our mothers and mother's mothers, they didn't have these spaces. They didn't have these opportunities and resources available to them. So I believe in the women that I work with, we are the generational pattern breakers. We are breaking all the lineage of you know, what, what they thought was possible or wasn't possible. We are breaking all of that. And so it's gonna feel, it's gonna feel crunchy and stretchy and all of that. But you know, like they say, the, the magic is outside of our comfort zone. So that's why it's so important, like the work that you're doing with women, the work that I'm doing and whoever else is listening, if you work with women, is to gather those spaces of women in community and sisterhood. Yeah. So speaking of sisterhood, we are bringing together more than 47 amazing speakers from all around the world for our upcoming Women Thrive Summit. And of course, you are one of our chosen speakers for 2023. Just would love to find out what are you speaking on during this summit? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Raymonda. Um, really, really excited for, for all of this. Um, yeah. So my, my talk is about um, overwhelm to overflow three secrets to master your feminine power. And I'll be sharing how to own your leadership position and authority how to reclaim your feminine pleasure. <laughs> and last but not least, connect with your relationships and values and strengths. So it's it's a big, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's big and important topic, I feel. And I'm very excited to, to share and bring this more into the space. And um, just looking forward to, to all the women that are going to join all of us for the week. I think it's going to be a beautiful experience. We are bringing together so many amazing women and I have personally connected with all of them and heard their personal stories. And this is what's beautiful about the summit that every speaker have gone through their own different experience, breakthroughs, and 
sometimes knock, life has knocked them back quite a lot. And the reason why it's called Women Thrive is because how can we rise and thrive together? Because life will bring us difficult situations. Life will knock us down. But it's in these spaces, in these safe spaces where we can connect, share, um, you know, exchange our ideas, information, knowledge, that we start to realize, as you said, we're not alone and you don't have to be alone. There is support. There are like-minded people who have been through experiences. So for those of you listening to this right now, I just want to say, go over to womenthrivesummit.com, register for your spot and also connect with Leslie. Her information is in the show notes for you to grab access to. Before we go on, Leslie, you mentioned something earlier about if, so if the masculine energy is go and the feminine energy is all about flow. But as we started this talk, it's about fast track to success. This sounds like a bit more masculine energy. How can we use the feminine energy to fast track to success that you're mentioning? Yeah, good. Bring it back. Bring it back <laughs> to where we started. So I know it sounds super counter counterintuitive. It's like, why would you slow down? But yet you're going to fast track what you want. And that's actually, that's the point. <laughs> that's the point. So a lot of what we've been, most of us were on autopilot. We want to try to have multiple windows open, work, 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 power through, not take any breaks, not take a lot of holiday, maybe work through the weekends, work through the midnight oil. And, but actually that is what's going to burn you out. That's where the overwhelm sets in. And if you don't actually create those spaces of spaciousness where you actually are not doing, 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 then you can't get the downloads of inspiration and creativity that is necessary to whether you're an entrepreneur or you're a leader in, you know, in, in, a, in a big corporate, how are you going to actually get that inspired action, inspired just anything, if you're constantly being bombarded with information and news and other people's opinions and thoughts? And that's why it's so important to take those sacred pauses. So I actually encourage my, my clients and I do this myself is like in between calls or in between emails, like, you know, go out in nature, put your feet on the earth, shake, do a dance, put on a song, shake your body, move your body, get up. Like we're not meant to be human doings. We're human beings. And it, I don't have to say this just from like a physical health, per, you know, perspective, but just mentally and emotionally, like we can't keep going and going like you could. You could, but is that sustainable? Like, what is it at the cost of? Like, how are your relationships, right? How how are how is your health if you keep doing that? Like, so we're really trying to balance both again the masculine, yes, having structure and strategy and and plans, but also creating that spaciousness so that you can rest, you can relax, you can actually breathe, you can have those moments of self care. Um, and that's what it's really about is finding the balance. We're not saying that you have to be completely in your feminine, but we're saying because it's so imbalanced and our wor world is mostly about the masculine, especially with technology, it's like, <laughs> try to balance that even more. And it's radical self-care. It's radical now more than ever because I encourage like 
clients, like don't start your day by looking at your emails and social media and news. <laughs> start your day in silence with a cup of tea and breath work or meditation or essential oils or just, just silence. Like how amazing would that be for the rest of your day if that's how you started rather than getting to your to-do list and doing all the things. So I know it sounds counterintuitive, but that's actually one of the secrets is to slow down and take pauses so that you can be more productive, you can be more successful, and you can actually fast track the things you want and live in abundance. Beautiful, Cher. And I just want to remind for those of you who may be listening and saying, yes, but I'm a high achiever. Yes, but this is how I get stuff done. And here's the thing, ladies. As, as Leslie said, we can just go, 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 go. Burn that midnight oil, right? Keep being that achieving, high achieving woman. But it doesn't mean you're trading being a high achieving woman for being a woman in a flow. I think for me, it's just tapping into a different frequency and a different energy, right? As I say, being our masculine can exhaust us really quickly. But what I've found and personally that if I work with my feminine energy and I tap into my productivity when my productivity peaks happening and then take a pause and do creative work in the times when I need to retrieve and take that rest, right? And that's when I do my creative work, writing and things like that. You create a balance and you tap into that masculine go, go, go energy. And then you tap into that creative feminine flow and you don't exhaust yourself. So you're using the best of both worlds and you can still be a high achieving woman. You can still do amazing things and not burn yourself out to the ground because how good are you as a mother, as a business owner, as a professional, as, as anything, if you don't have the energy to pour from? And that starts with you. So I love your message, Leslie. I think it's super powerful for, for our listeners today. <laughs> well, well, it's my pleasure being here and sharing it. And oh, it's just such an honor to be in your space. And again, being part of the summit, um, just really an honor. I love what you're doing. I love your energy. Thank you. It's been amazing. I think what a lot of people don't see is the amazing work we're doing behind the scenes and the connections that we're creating, but with a real, real intention for transforming lives. And March is Women's History Month, but it's not just about celebrating the history of women who have left a huge imprint on us today, but being those women leaders today and setting the example and rewriting history what's yet to come for the next generation I think that's the impact work that we have to take the responsibility for now and I love that you Leslie have had those different experiences you had of shifts and realizations and using your experience now to teach a different paradigm to empower women in a different way to not have to do or make the mistakes that you perhaps made in your earlier years of your career and now do it in a much easier way. So I appreciate that. Mm, thank you. Received. <laughs> Practicing what I preach. <laughs> um, how can someone, so for those of you listening, I, 
I'd love for you to attend the summit and join Leslie's talk because I think it's going to be life-changing. But how can someone get in touch with you? I know we're going to leave it in the show notes. But what's the best way to connect with you? Um, yeah. Yeah, thank you for, for the invitation. So I have a free gift for the listeners called Three Secrets to Shift from Overwhelm to Overflow in Your Feminine Power, no matter what's happening in the world. So if you're curious how to replace your fear and anxiety with your innate power and you are ready to make how you feel and what you want a priority, well, I've done it and I know you can too. So the link to that, I believe Raimondo will drop that in the show notes. It's lesliesaglio.com forward slash free gift. Amazing. Beautiful. And where are you most active on social media? Ah, yes. Come and connect with me on Instagram at Leslie Staglio. And yeah, send me a DM. Let me know that you are here through Women Thrive and I'd love to connect with you there. Beautiful. Well, I hope you follow the show notes, connect with Leslie. Please subscribe to our podcast and share this episode with someone who you think might be relevant to or just share it across social media and tag us at Women Thrive Media or Leslie Staglio. Thank you so much for this beautiful interview and allowing us to get to know you a little bit more and being on this journey to empower other people um, with feminine energy. Mm, thank you again for having me. Thank you for allowing me to be part of your beautiful work and your message in medicine in this world. Thank you, Raimonda. Beautiful. Appreciate you all staying here and listening to this interview today. And I look forward to seeing you on another episode of Women Thrive podcast. Take care for now. Have a beautiful day and we look forward to seeing you again soon. Bye for now. Did you enjoy this episode? Share it with the world. Make sure to also leave a review and subscribe for future episodes.